I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Welcome. Oh, God, I enjoyed that. I feel like I've been cleansed. Wow. Sort of musical colonic irrigation. Actually, you're not the only one, Frank, because Rob Fellow says, great start to the show, I just smashed my kitchen up. (laughs) Well, I feel great about that. (laughs) Let's hope the family aren't cowering in the corner. Oh, what about... When I was playing that, our producer, Emma, said, oh, that's proper throttle. (laughs) Oh, did she? She might have been talking about my... Rather prominent Adam's apple. She hangs out with truckers a lot, Frank. Yeah, she's got that yeah. look about her, the leather yeah, boots and yeah. all that. Still, you know, I mean, leather, I mean, leather boots in a rock and roll way. I don't mean yeah. nothing. Um, not those ones that come up like Jack Sparrow's, like oh, Sally James used to wear. Yeah, thigh high waders. I don't like those. Ridiculous. So anyway, welcome, and I'm with um, Emily and Gareth. Good Hi, morning. Frank. And yes, yeah, really, picked me. I should say that was a random hand with um, find what's out there. Mm. Random Hand, which I think was Richard Key's nickname at, uh, <laughs> oh, at Sky Sports. Sounds like their guitar playing technique as well. <laughs> oh, does it, Mr. <laughs> I Like Blur? No, 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 no. Let's copy people that were around in the 60s. <laughs> yes. So, um, well, tremendous news this morning. I'm wearing a singlet. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I don't ever wear a singlet. Someone gave me one. I'm going to show it. Look, look, oh, there it is. Oh, why don't you? Yeah. I, was, I wore a cherub vest when I was about four, but I don't think I've worn one since then. Why have you gone for the singlet? Well, um, it's, I can't tell you, because I, 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 something happened to me yesterday which left me a little sore. Oh, me too. So someone, <laughs> me too, but anyway, I'm going to show it. Let's not go into that. It's because you are a singlet. <laughs> Singlet would be quite a nice note for someone who hasn't got a partner, it's, wouldn't it? It's done already, I love it. Isn't that clever? <laughs> okay, marvellous. Um, or unless, if, if Natalie Portman uh, became uh, single, yeah. well, of course she'd be a signet. Oh. Right. oh. God, I'm absolutely on fire this morning. Can you smell that? Oh, no, it's the control desk. Help. If you want to text us, uh, we're on 8, 12, 15. We always are. Mm. And um, we have, when we have new listeners arriving every every moment nowadays. Do we? Yeah, they some of them hang around for what three or four minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. that's quite long for me. So tell oh, me about the singlet. Oh, don't put yourself down. Well, tell me about the singlet though. Um, tell me more. Well, I can't tell you more now. Okay. So I have to give away what happened. Oh, okay. I, I thought I was going to say if it. Okay. I mean, I, I'll tell you now if you like. Okay. Do you want to know? That's okay. Okay. Don't get sulky. <laughs> oh, I like the building suspense. It's That's a teensy. Yeah, so then people good. will think, oh, I want people. to hang around for that. Oh, why is Frank wearing that vest? Yeah. Look gripped. I didn't say it was a vest, I said it was a singlet. A vest, yeah. I think, sounds a bit common. <laughs> Can you still get a string vest? Oh, very much so. Yeah, Can you? Yeah, I mean, so. to be worn underneath rather than to be worn on Strictly Come Dancing. I mean, oh, I see what you mean. No, they're more of a fashion look. I don't, I don't, they're not often worn undershirts these days, but you're still doing it. I like you for that. Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't like that. Big fashion news, string vests out. <laughs> I don't I sort of associate them with violence Yes, I, I know what you're mm, going to say, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's brighten things up. Although I've had terrible news this morning. Poirot. Oh has been pulled. Oh, no. Oh. 
Where all's been pulled? I'm going to write a sort of Bob Dylan. Where all's been pulled? Broken my heart. Where all's been pulled? I'm falling apart. I'm Mrs. Mustache and his accent's so fine. Where all's been pulled and I'm losing my mind. Um, can you believe I just made that up? You can. It's, Many people can. People are not quibbling. It was a kind of show I'd want to give you a round of applause. I'm glad it you didn't. It was so good. Right, I'm, glad, I'm glad for that. Um, it just fell off me like windfall fruit falling from a tree. Mm. And some of it was a bit brown and squidgy, I think you'll have noticed. Mm. Now, I knew the lady, well, I still know the lady who did makeup for um, David Suchet. Oh. Wow. How long does it take to put a false moustache on? <laughs> well, I think there was other stuff, but that was the main. Oh. She used to uh, she used to have to... Uh, Dad had, like, a special ca- travelling case, like a flight case wow. for Poirot's moustache. And uh, she'd try it on him, you know, in, in his various... Um, try a few on him, I think. Mm. I think there was a few of them. Like Skippy, I think there was 12 Skippies. They used to travel them in, in knotted sacks in the backs of vans. <laughs> Cruel in those. You couldn't get away with it nowadays. They have to have two keepers for Poirot's moustache. <laughs> but anyway, um, you had to try a few on him, and it was a sort of Suchet and C approach. Oh. And uh, at the end of the last run, he, um, he gave her an enormous moustache. Like about four foot across. Horrible present. (laughs) No, but it it, it was like it was made out of card, and he'd signed it and all that. Thank you for looking after my moustache. Very self-referential, isn't it? (laughs) I think it's a beautiful story. Well, apparently he 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 only speaks in a French accent, doesn't he, on set? I don't know how well he can speak French, so it's just the accent. (laughs) Yeah. But if he goes to the catering truck, he says, "I will have the um, and she." I mean, he won't. You can't talk to him in normal voice. Oh no, I I can't. I can't cope with that. No, that, that method stuff no no I find that a bit Frank we've had a, quite a good text in Frank if Natalie Portman wore a singlet would it be a swan vesta <laughs> <laughs> you know I love this crowd this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio Frank Skinner I went. I went out on uh, Tuesday night. Oh, did you? Where did you go? I had a lovely night. I went to Seventeen Gough Square in the city of London, just off oh. Fleet Street. Some of you may have heard of Fleet Street. It's associated with the newspaper business. Yeah. And uh, it's it's where Samuel Johnson, the great eighteenth-century um, writer, used to live. Mm. It's where he actually wrote the dictionary of, that he's quite famous for. Oh. Yeah. Nice house, is it? It's lovely, yeah. But mm. you know, I mean, there's a lot of stairs. You know, the eighteenth century, they didn't go across; they went up. No, they didn't have bungalows. No, not like some people who uh, aren't too far away from this garage. <laughs> bungalow Bill over there. Yeah, bungalow. <laughs> bungalow. Have you this. received the bungalow bill yet? <laughs> um, yeah, bungalow so- Bill? What is he? Bungalow yeah. Cowboy? What is Have it? you not heard of Bungalow? No, hey, Bungalow Bill, what did you kill? Bungalow Bay, Bungalow... You haven't heard of that? It's the so. Beatles. It's the Beatles, all mm. oh, right. He only yeah. likes Blur. It was either the Beatles or Stan Boardman, you were guessing from that. And what's the chance of it? There'll be no Boardmania on this show. No. Boardmania would have been the album title, obviously, if he would have... Uh, if he would Can have I home. now do a Sex in the City? Meanwhile, over at Dr. Johnson. Yes. So it was. I've, it was a play. There was a play called uh, A Cup of Tea with Dr. Johnson. It was. It was two people. One of them, Ian Redford, superbly independent, mm-hmm. playing Dr. Johnson, and the other one, Russell Barr, winning 
the independent. <laughs> wow. Winning! <laughs> yeah, that's what they said about him. And there was a special uh, appearance by um, Trudy Styler. Oh, Sting's wife. Yeah, proficient, the Telegraph. Not, I mean, oh, not so good. Not not. So, yeah, but anyway, yeah, and it was uh, it was fabulous. And th- they featured um, Dr. Johnson had a famous cat. Well, it wasn't, he's become famous. Mm. It's called Hodge, who we used to feed him oysters. And the cat was played by a Jack Russell Terrier. Wow. Oh. Which I... I wasn't sure about. Why did they do? Why did they go so ridiculously off menu? Well, I think one of the, as they say in Korea, one of the, um, <laughs> one of the uh, actors in it. Yeah. Um, it was his dog, and I suppose he likes uh. to travel with his dog. Hmm. But um, and there was a, a, a there was one point. Oh, hang on, Frank. There's lots of things I like to travel with, but I wouldn't just include them in a performance. That's yeah, but where are you going to put a dog for an hour and a quarter? Oh. <laughs> That's right. Was it a method acting dog? Because that's a way to get an Oscar, to, like, do a part that's really different from yourself. So a dog playing a cat, I it's mean, true. that would really get you... Well, he was like David Suchet. It would only, it would only meow <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> for an hour before the performance. <laughs> no, he did wee, though. He did wee on the oh. floor during the performance, which was... Oh, the actor? It. No, oh, no, the, the, I don't think it was in the script. It just um, it did that terrible... Also, it's a female dog, so they don't even do that quite... You know, you know that sort of cheeky leg-cocking <laughs> thing, which I find quite nice, but the terrible tense squat, <laughs> the terrible tension in the back muscle, te- the tension of the legs and that, that look at they stretch their neck upwards why, why do they do that I mean why do they have to move their head you know? it's like they have to form like some terrible banana shape anyway um, it did that and, and, and Kat said she was too upset to enjoy the rest of the play after that oh <laughs> no Kat's my girlfriend she was worried about spores in the air Oh, I understand. Oh, oh she's I quite know, a germ free. I don't know if you've ever inhaled a dog urine spore. <laughs> but um, it, I must say, it gets on your chest. Mm. Anyway, I went, uh, I went down the stairs. I enjoyed the play very much. Yeah. Because I'm a big Dr. Johnson fan, as you may know. And um, afterwards, I, was, I, I met with um, some people downstairs. And we were talking, and something happened to me, which almost never happens to me in life, mm-hmm. right? And uh, my manager's coming. Quite the producer sorry. just signalled as if to say, "Get yeah. out!" We're all, yeah, get a chair, get a chair. It's my manager. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, what happened was I was in conversation with two or three people downstairs, and suddenly there was a silence. Now, whenever there's a silence in a conversation, my inclination is to fill it. You know, oh, I you always not, fill it. I, could, Frank. I do. You do. I couldn't think. I just couldn't think of anything, and the yeah. silence—I could feel it. It was like a big stone on my chest. This sign, I, I imagine that's what hell will be like. You'll all be sitting round and just can't, not able to think of anything, just looking at each other. And the ten, I couldn't breathe. I tensed up like the wean dog. <laughs> Do you know the wean dog? It's that pub in uh, Notting Hill. I was in there only the other night. They got squatters, apparently. Um, yeah, it was terrible. It really oh. upset me. I was traumatised. So I thought, oh, I must fine. ask Gareth how to, how to cope with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What are you laughing at? We just had a text in from someone, Frank. Well, don't be so surprised. So- what, what, on twelve fifteen. <laughs> who is the strange person sat in the window you can see on the webcam who looks like the Fonz? <laughs> strange person sat in the window that looks like the Fonz, but there's no one there. Ah! <gasps> 
Oh, no, that's how it starts, one of yeah. these things. It's like when uh, Captain Scott got photographed and there were some <laughs> other dead explorers in the... There you go. I think he was dead when he got photographed. They were all dead. It's mm. a whole photo of dead people at the Antarctic, if you've ever seen that picture, but... Who is it? Um, I don't know. I is think it, it might manager? be your manager. <laughs> yeah. He does have a leather jacket. Yeah, he does have a leather jacket. And something uh, of the 50s about him. He has meetings in his toilet, so... <laughs> oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> Does he and, say, see uh, you in my office? He says... You might want to leave hey. it a while. <laughs> he says that quite a lot. Oh, she wouldn't say that. It makes me unnerved. By the way, I should say that Trudy Styler was, was very good in that party and I was a bit unkind. Oh, good. Very good. Very ethereal. Mm. Ah. Thin. Very thin. Oh, she's lovely and thin. She is lovely and thin. Mm. I, don't, I, well, I say lovely and thin. I, 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 she looked like a woman who's... Well, I suppose if you have the sexuals for eight hours at a time, you're going to lose weight. Oh, God. <laughs> and she, she's like vapour. Mm. Yeah. Frank, there's also been a text in from someone who's called themselves Watford. Okay. Perhaps you're wearing a singlet because the policeman that stopped you last week said you're under a vest. Oh. Well, that's absolutely top-notch from Watford. <laughs> That'll be from Sir Elton John. That's my, <laughs> that's my guess. He's always there with a fashion-based pond. <laughs> Um, Sir Elton, I find. Um, do you think uh, Galliano's phoned him up? You know, you know how celebrities phone him up when they're oh. in distress. Mm. When in need, that's who you call, yeah. isn't it? He is. He's, he's the new Marge Proops. He's got the glasses <laughs> and everything. Oh, Google her. <laughs> so, um, oh, I had a speaking of ghostly things, which we were there for a second. Elton I, John, he's still alive, isn't he? Oh, have you not heard? Oh, no, no, that, that, he's still alive. Yeah. If there's any fans at home, suddenly got into a party. He's absolutely, he's never been more alive. He's bursting with energy. Mm. Um, and fertile, apparently. Mm. Great news. Because I think we've all wondered over the years. Mm. Um, so anyway, um, I, I, was, I was at home and um, I was in the kitchen and I noticed what I can only describe as a ghostly image on one of the walls. It was sort of, um, it was, it, it looked like a strange, smoky fountain type thing. Oh. And I, I could see, I couldn't see a face, but there was a, there was a hint of sort of head and shoulders in it. I don't mean the well-known shampoo. <laughs> I mean, you know, a silhouette of a figure. Like ectoplasm. Yeah, a bit like ectoplasm. Um, turned out, I couldn't work out what it was. And then it occurred to me, it was, it was exactly the area of the kitchen that I'd been um, pancake tossing the night before. Oh. It was actually egg to plasm. (laughs) What I I hadn't realised is, as you... It never occurred to me that there's cooking fat and bits and stuff and that flying off. Mm. And it's it's taken a bit of shifting. I'll be honest with you. And it makes me wonder about the whole thing, the Loch Ness Monster and all that. It's Mm. probably... I I looked it up. I just had a look. Most of them, most of those things, Bigfoot... Abominable snowman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> this monster. Um, the Yeti. That's big. Is that the abominable that, that's the abominable that's snowman. That's the same one. Yeah, he's, he, um, he has got, he's got two names. I don't know why. <laughs> I think he found the abominable snowman was a bit much on the driving licence. <laughs> the, the Beast of Bodmin. Beast of Bodmin. Yeah, all okay. those, they all appear round about Shrove Tuesday. <laughs> They, yeah, they do, and it, it, I think the pancake whole, base. They are, all, they are, they are, they all right. come from um, <laughs> random tossing. That's that's what that's my theory. And um, not only that, it did occur to me. That, and I, I never thought, you know, there's hot fat and that. What about say if, if I had a child, which I don't, right? Mm-hmm. 
if I had a child, and maybe I was trying to entertain it, and it's sitting there in a high chair, and I thought, what I'll do, and I'll toss some pancakes here, you know, to, to make it giggle. Mm. Mm. The whole thing would have been covered with hot fat and batter within within a matter of seconds, and I'd have had... There's no more. I've never seen any warnings about that. I don't think you're supposed to use... That sounds like you're using a lot of... Are you deep-frying your pancakes? Have you got them in a chip pan? <laughs> I've got them in the chip pan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get 15 at a time. It's got to be a Scottish. I've got to buy them four and a half inches thick. <laughs> That's all right, isn't it? Um, what was that? Is that a chaffing? That's Dr Johnson's cat. Oh, he's always squatting. Played by a chaffing. In this, in this, in this evening's production, Dr Johnson's cat Hodge will be played by a chaffing. Oh, Craig! Oh, I was looking forward to the Jack Russell Terrier with its terrible squat, its terrible tent squat. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in a tent squat, but. Um, Oh, the arguments about socialism. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Frank, could you hold your horses right there, please? Oh, my horses what? Because we've had a good um, email in. A text in, I'm sorry, not email. Frank, perhaps you should tile your kitchen wall to cover the stain and prevent further problems. Sting's wife should be able to recommend someone. Trudy Styler. Trudy Styler. I'm loving it. Mm. (laughs) Anonymous again. Why are the good ones always anonymous? Anonymous that's, that's is my motto anyway. An absolute role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to text us, it's it's eight twelve fifteen, and we'd we'd very much love to hear from you. I did. Uh, I tell you what, I did this. I I, I bought me a pair of uh, desert boots. Oh yeah. Everybody help me out, so me get me clocks. Everybody help me out, so me get me clocks. <laughs> so me get me clocks, and. Um, I was, uh, when I come to put them on, they had two large wads of uh, tissue paper in keeping them, um... Oh, yeah. You know, in shape. Giving them shape. Well, I don't know if I told you, but I've been to my uh, physiotherapist recently because I had a bit of a shoulder pain. So she Mm. gave me some shoulder exercises to do. So I thought, what I'll do, I'll take these two wads of tissue paper, put them under my shirt, (laughs) go downstairs and say to my girlfriend, um... Hey, guess what? Uh, I think those shoulder exercises are starting to work. <laughs> right? As mm. you would. Who wouldn't in that situation? <laughs> it was a gift. Yeah. And it was a night, it meant, also made me feel a bit um, decadent. Because when I was a child, any tissue that came in papers, in, in uh, wrapped around shoes or yeah. even around tangerines, went straight into the toilet. <laughs> we, we used it all as toilet paper. Wow. So to actually use it for a practical joke felt like I'd finally arrived. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're living the high life. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, I, think that is, I think you know you, that you are doing well when you can put tissue paper from your shoes in the bin <laughs> yeah. and not think, oh, really, I should put that on that nail in the toilet. <laughs> so um, what I did was I, uh, I put it under my shirt, I went down, and I said to my, uh, my girlfriend, oh, those, um, hey, because I'd set her up earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd pulled my sleeve right down over my hand and just held an aubergine in my hand and said, oh, no, I've shot my finger in the door. <laughs> Not much of a reaction then. And when I said the shoulders thing, she went, yeah, funny, and, and walked out the room. Oh. I, mean, I mean, she was on the way out the room anyway, and I thought, oh. And I think this is the thing about a long-term relationship. Yeah. It's, it's not the sexuals that go down the hill, it's, it's the practicals. <laughs> because I think there's a law of diminishing returns with the practical jokes. Mm. Is that she used to, she'd have laughed her head off at that ten years ago. 
Yeah. Now she just looks at me like I'm some kind of a fool. <laughs> I'm sick. You do do a lot of practical jokes. Well, what's the point of having a partner if you, if can't... you can't do practical jokes? <laughs> I once went around to yours and you put a wig in the bed. I know that. Why didn't did go, you do that? That didn't go at all well. She well, thought someone had left it there. I know. Well, it was a ridiculous <laughs> you put a blonde, blonde wig nylon in the bed. wig. And I put it in the bed and I thought, oh, she'll think it's some kind of a, you know, like a Yorkshire Tip, maybe a West Highland Terrier. And she opened, and I thought... It oh. wasn't. It was very children's TV presenter, that way. It was curly blonde. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I thought, um, a bit like Auntie Jean Morton, who used to be the Tinger yeah. and Tucker show. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I'll Google it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> um, so I put it in the bed as a bit of a practical joke, and she never, I was waiting for the shriek or the laugh, never mentioned it. Never mentioned it. And eventually, mm. after a... I said, how oh, come you haven't mentioned that wig? <laughs> and she said, oh, I thought someone had left it there accidentally. You didn't know about it. Oh. Why? I uh. took a woman back in a curly blonde <laughs> nylon wig. I say woman. I mean, who knows? <laughs> and, and they left. They left without it. No one noticed anything strange. <laughs> How could that possibly be? Anyway, that's what happened. So, yeah. So, I, um, I'll tell you what. Mm. What about this then? What about if anyone's got any? If anyone did any practical jokes that went wrong that they want to share with us? Oh, I've got they plenty. Can, they can text us on eight twelve fifteen. If yeah. my if my ex wife calls in about our marriage, I shall be absolutely <laughs> offended. So what about that? I say. So what about that? Well, I've got plenty, Frank. I've heard that. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. What Look, else? Frank, we've got some practical jokes, which I'm loving. OK. Uh, practical jokes gone we asked, wrong. We, yeah, we asked for, on 8, 12, 15, we asked for, um, yeah, practical jokes that went wrong. We've had one in from Wiggy. As, oh, no, is it is Wiggy the cousin? As teenagers... Wiggy, didn't I sleep with her once? <laughs> as teenagers, mock abduction of my cousin Wiggy, which sounds <laughs> rather worrying. And there is a mention of... Um, Roadblocks across Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can safely say that went wrong. What is it? Is it a really long one? No, there's just yeah. I, I need to reread really it. But it says three hours later. Um, I think there's there might have been arrests involved as oh well. My yeah. Six of us arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I wanna, we've, we've had one from Danny in London. I once pretended to trip someone up at the top of a flight of stairs, but I moved my foot away too late and she went head over heels all the way down. Oh. Everyone around me just thought I was evil and actually meant to trip her up. That is... Uh, yes. Well, I, I, don't, I hope she's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Funny now, obviously, in retrospect, but not if she, uh, not if she broke no. her back. This is from a... Um, 719 Frank on oh, our 719 on our honeymoon my Your wife old adversary 719 <laughs> yeah you'll be in the uh, recreation yard this time of the morning <laughs> on our honeymoon my wife left the room to get some feta cheese don't ask why I, don't, don't ask why oh maybe. no yeah. <laughs> I've misread that to get some feta cheese don't ask why then I place <laughs> no maybe it's some sense. feta cheese full stop don't ask why full stop <laughs> that's I thought it yeah, was the first the new sentence you need starts. some punctuation I'll put some punctuation in practical grammar with absolute radio <laughs> <laughs> okay let's, let's okay. Then, start again okay then I, I placed no, so okay Frank on our honeymoon my wife left the room to get some feta cheese don't ask why <laughs> no don't ask why come on <laughs> Then I placed a white sheet over my head, ghost style, waiting on her return. As she entered the room, I jumped out in a ghost style. She hit me. Who said romance <laughs> is dead? 
You've killed that story. It's actually a very <laughs> funny story. Oh, um, Tony. Tony has texted in. Is that on their honeymoon, did you say? Yeah. See, I love that. I love that on a honeymoon, a bloke mm. would still do a ghost. Well, they yeah. say he jumped out ghost style. <laughs> he sounds a bit like you. That's something you do. Yeah, definitely. What's yeah. the point of honeymoons nowadays? I mean, all the magic's gone. You're, I think they're, they're only really for practical jokes abroad. <laughs> That's what they're about. So you can use foreign things. You can get, get them out of the room with feta cheese instead of coming up with some other more domestic excuse. I like. Oh, when I was uh, younger, me and my sister did a practical joke on some parents' friends. And uh, some parents' friends, my parents' friends. And we put... Some chocolate chip cookies. We had a plastic one from the joke shop because we love the joke shop. Oh, yeah, the joke shop. We put it on the plate when it was tea, Frank. We had afternoon tea. That was tea and biscuits, not tea tea. And um, he went to eat it. Imagine our excitement when he grabbed the plastic one and he put it in. He took a bite. He went, oh, my joke. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) We got chastised. We got reprimanded. Um, and Frank, you've had a text in from Tony. Hi, when I was younger, I once recreated the shower scene on my then-girlfriend with a banana. Shower scene from Psycho? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God it was that shower scene. <laughs> I thought it was that video David Baddiel had. Oh, Carry on. Um, and she was terrified. She was hysterical for about five minutes. But then, oh, God. But then she was an actress. Oh, well. Well, there you go. Well, it wasn't Janet Leigh, was I it? I don't know. Probably had a terrible flashback. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I am. Um, I I held someone in a paternoster once. I think we'll leave it there. <laughs> do you know what a paternoster is? It right. sounds. It sounds quite. Um, that's something to do with the clergy. What it is, I mean, it's what they. Um, I believe it's. Uh, it's our father, isn't it? In, oh, okay. in Latin, but right. um, and because you say um, like it's like rosary beads. Yeah. Right? Stick with me. There's a lift, there's a type of lift, and it's, they call it because it's, 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 it's sort of like rosary beads in that it's circular. Okay. And you have to, um, it, it's perpetual, there are no doors on it, you have to jump in when it goes past, and then it goes to the top and goes around and comes down in the other shaft. Are you with me? Mm. Two doors, imagine that. Yeah. And like a circular thing with wooden compartments on it. That's a paternoster. Oh. <sighs> so anyway, that's, that wasn't a practical joke. <laughs> Um, I, I, one day I got in the wrong paternoster. I meant to get in the one going down. I got in the one going up, and it went up, and it goes up into like where the machinery is, mm. oh. and then it shuffles along at the top. So there's all these big wheels and cables, and then you come back down again. So I thought, God, that you know, that'd be a funny thing to keep someone in. Yeah. Because uh, there used to be a rumor that when they got to the top, they just went into flat packs and spun round. Mm. So I thought, someone could. So anyway, this woman got in, and we got to the... I said, have you ever been over the top in a paternoster? Well, you cannot... I mean, I could have been misunderstood the way she looked at me. <laughs> anyway, I grabbed her sleeve, and we went over the top. And apparently, with the weight of two people, and it's a slightly different experience, and it just <laughs> stuck. Oh, it completely wow. stuck in total darkness. And she started really punching me on the chest, going, <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? Well, I mean, I don't think any woman had done that to me for probably two weeks. <laughs> and uh, we were in there for about 45 minutes. And she was absolutely, by the end of it, I mean, she was having palpitations. And oh, she couldn't God. breathe. And um, we were up to terrible. our neck in excrement. It was, it was, a, <laughs> it was a nightmarish experience all round. <sighs> but I feel now that I've, I'm, I'm free of it, that I've finally Good. told people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. We only have this excerpt. This is Frank's 
We've had a lovely text from Craig. On eight twelve fifteen. Yes. Oh, you don't get many Craigs these days, do you? No. <laughs> you don't no. really. No. No. Was Craig Johnson who invented the Predator boot? But I don't know if you'd call him nowadays. No. Carry on. Um, morning, all. I've just woken from the strangest dream, one that I've had every night since Wednesday. On Wednesday evening, I served Frank his sparkling water at the press night production of Blythe Spirit. Rock and roll. <laughs> I was enthralled, the Guardian. <laughs> Could this be possible? Yes, Does I was at Blythe like Spirit. That like it could, right. Oh, well, Alison Steadman mm. in the Margaret Rutherford role. Mm. I'll be loving you always. That's all you need to know. <laughs> in the dream, Frank is force-feeding me bar snacks. No, that never happened. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My fiance has been woken twice by me shouting, "No, Frank, you can't fit any more in." Oh, that Aww. has been made up. <laughs> Don't you believe it? To be deliberately coarse. It's, it's all gone a bit, you Mrs. Brown's so? boys. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Mrs. Brown's boys? That late night sitcom thing. No, it's no. been really slagged off for being crude and old. You know, is from it a man dressed up war. as a lady? It is. I have to say, I watched it. I loved it. Is it? <laughs> so wrong. So wrong. It's right. You know what I? Frank, you've been spotted again. Don't panic. Okay. It's okay. Um, this is from Liz Kelly. Was I with Avram Grant on an industrial estate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Liz Kelly, now and again we catch a glimpse of you at the West Brom matches on the telly and you look rather dapper, which is not how I imagined you given all the laughs around your sartorial choices. <laughs> Liz Kelly. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> I don't well, think of myself as especially dapper at the... Uh, well, no, nor does Adam Stevens, who <laughs> oh, tweeted oh, in. What's going on? It's an avalanche. <laughs> who said, Frank Skinner, this is a spotted thing, Frank Skinner trying on a coat. It didn't suit him. <laughs> oh, I bought it. That's oh, not no. the coat you're wearing. You brought it. Well, I tried on two coat. coats that day. <gasps> OK, the one you've got I think looks rather nice on you. It's very sort of gamekeeper, isn't it? I there's quite there's like an it. element of gamekeeper mm. about it. Waxy. Yes. That's what they call me. <laughs> but it's the ears thing. But um, I um, I tried on, for the first time ever, I tried on a trench coat. Oh, a beige, for length trench? A beige trench coat, which I, I think are quite sort of... Are they fashionable? You'd know. Very much so. Yeah, well, I tried it on. I look like a gay Colombo. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's a big fan of yours. I mean, I think, I think he died before the civil partnership came into California because he's gone out of California now, but... Um, yeah, so that was a mistake. So if he'd seen me in that, I, he was right. Belted? Um, he would have been if I'd have caught him. Um, but I, how could I have known he was going to send that text? Um, so, yeah, it was belted, and I couldn't decide what to do with the belt. It's such a decision no. with a trench coat. Do you leave it knotted at the back? Well, do, you, do you um, buckle it? Why don't you ask me? I'll tell you exactly what you if do. If you're going to say you knot it in a single bow, you can shut your <laughs> mouth. So I did that, and that really did put the icing no, no on, the, on the fairy coat. There's Sorry. no bows about it. You, do, you take it out of the loops, yeah? Whip it out the loops, and then tie it... <laughs> Twice, it's not a bow. There's no bow, but you tie you tie it tight round. No. Accentuate your lovely waist. No, 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 no. I could not. I, I cannot tolerate a disused loop on a, <laughs> on, a, on a garment. You know what I mean? I'll I'll put on trousers that are very tight on me that don't need a belt, but I have to wear a belt because I can't I can't cope with the disused loop. Mm. Oh, it's your waist not want not. It is, though. Mm. I have sometimes thought, well, if, if I'm going out somewhere where I might want to change my clothes, I could use each loop for, to, for a coat hanger thing. 
I could have a shirt, pair of trousers just hanging around my waist. I've never done it. It's, it's been a pipe dream. I know more <laughs> than that. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Working towards a mintier world with three more soft mints. Absolute Radio. That was the fall we're breaking the rules. I think I'll play that, especially for my girlfriend, Kath, her sister, Rachel, and their mum, Sandu, are uh, in oh. Sirencester having a bit of a weekend break. Oh. Well, I mean, they're actually filming... Um, Macbeth, obviously, they're just doing it. They're there for the opening scene. It's, a, but, it's oh. a spring break, that's what MTV would call it. Is it a spring? Is it, is I hope it, they don't get up to those antics, is all I'm saying. Is it not a bit early for a spring break? No, but that's what it's called. Okay, fair enough. Um, what else? Well, actually, can I just say, Paul from Witness had nothing like the slurred tones of Marky e. Smith in the morning to get me smiling. So yeah. There you go. He's from Witness, though, so <laughs> he, has a, he has a spiritual link. What's Witness? It's sort of Lancashire okay, place. Okay. And um, we've had some a practical joke gone wrong. Actually, um, Trudy Steiner was a bit short on Widness. I know that was Wideness. <laughs> <laughs> so thin. From three four zero, I wore a scaly clawed hairy werewolf hand to bed with my wife. Is this Richard Keys? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't get either of them off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to see if she would notice. I started getting amorous, and not only did she not notice anything was different, but seemed to be more receptive than usual. Oh, oh, oh since brought the whole costume. Well, that's a that's a practical. Hold on, he's gone right. He brought the whole costume. He brought the whole costume there. Yeah. Oh, I'm really pleased for them. Whatever works for you. Well, you say you're pleased for them. It's hardly a scene of domestic bliss, is it? <laughs> Man dressed as uh, werewolf. No. No, that, like that, that would be like terrible, it. obviously. Don't like it. Young <laughs> <laughs> kids, I don't like it. I like, Frank, Ashley and Crystal Palace. Dear Emily, Gareth and Frank, in the 80s, my dad and his mate got drunk. Oh, he sounds nice. And decided to paint his girlfriend's car pink and yellow with a psychedelic sunshine roof. She wouldn't speak to him for nearly a week. The worst thing was it was the car we went to school in <laughs> and we had to be dropped off in a side street half a mile from school as we were teenaged and ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it? Ashley from Crystal Palace? Mm. I hope it's not Ashley Cole. Well, exactly. You wouldn't want him in a Crystal Palace with that air rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Paul says it's in Cheshire, please, not, not Lanks. Oh, sorry. Witness. Sorry, I'm everyone. Sorry, everyone in witness. Mm. Say everyone in witness. There's only one, that one person listening, I should think. Mm. Let's find out. That's this week's phone. How many people in witness? Witness. Witness. <laughs> can I get a witness? I'm surprised they can bear witness. <laughs> oh, I like it. It's a religious, religious element. Did you see? Um, did you actually witness? Did you witness? Did you witness the um, Matt Baker, David Cameron thing on the one oh, show? Oh, yeah, it's on my Sky Plus, never to be deleted. <laughs> That's good. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Is there any chance at all? In case you don't know, at the end of um, Matt Baker and Alex Jones, they used to, they're, they're the, the one show regular crew now, aren't they? Oh, they're regular. And uh, they're a bit, they haven't had a scandal for nearly three weeks, so they thought they'd throw <laughs> one in. And um, they interviewed David Cameron, and at the end of it, after a lot, after a typical one show, um, when they talked about the, the name of the cat the at cat, number 10 yeah. Downing Street and all that, and showed some of those na na nasty colour photocopies that haven't been properly glued on the board oh, pictures. Oh, you don't like those, I'd do you? I hate those. <laughs> yeah. Um, they uh, then at the end of it, Matt Baker said to David Cameron, "So, how, how do you sleep at night?" Yeah, well, he did it like it, he did it. Went, just one more thing, just one more. It was a bit Columbo, wasn't it? Was it? A bit Columbo. Just one more thing, and then yeah, he said, "How on earth 
which I thought might have been the giveaway he might have meant it. Yes. What do you think? I hope he meant it. Mm. I 100% think he meant it. Really? Like, I really, I really do. He said it like you love him. I do love him. <laughs> I think he's brilliant. I've often wondered how David Cameron sleeps at night, because his face is so smooth and shiny, I think it would just, it wouldn't stick to a pillow. It'd yeah. constantly slide off. And he needs to wake up for a feed as well. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, he looks like a baby. Do you think? Oh, he's, he's, he, look, he always looks like he's just shaved, that mini. He's got that sort of pink, <laughs> He thought I was implying he was a vampire or Smoothness. Something. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant. <laughs> when I was at Blind Spirit the other night, um, Craig Revel Horwood was about four rows ahead of me, and there was a time when I looked at him in the stage light, there was not a, a, not a wrinkle in him. No. He looked like... You know when they used to blow up a pig's bladder to play football in the medieval times? Yeah. Well, he looked like he had one of them on, sitting on top of his cravat. <laughs> <laughs> he may have. He may have taken his head off at the second half. Who knows? But this whole thing, Frank, has made Matt Baker more... I don't know, a bit yeah. more attractive somehow. He was a mm. bit shouldn't but would. Was he? Yeah, oh, yeah he was looking. a bit. I think no, he's a good no, looking he's a hero. Oh, yeah. Some kind of... I, I think what gives it away is how shocked Alex Jones was. That she fully gasps and looks horrified. It's really funny. You honestly think that he took the opportunity? <laughs> she looks appalled. She looks like he said the worst, most terrible. Because why would he? St why would he stop? Like it's all wound up. Said, so, "Oh, lovely to have you here." Really forced. Oh, it's been so lovely. Just, just one more thing. How on earth can you sleep at night? Like I've fully, like out of nowhere. But I could have, if I'd have been Cameron, I'd have said, hold on, you work on the show regularly with Giles Brandreth. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'd have, that's what these people need. Frank, we've had a text in. Is My it from Giles Brandreth? No. I, I heard your rather nasty remark. <laughs> Shut your face! <laughs> uh, carry on. My favourite practical joke is setting off alarms deliberately. Love from, do you know who it's from? I think I, I think I can probably guess who it's, it's from. from A. E. Houseman. Oh, that is so <laughs> sly. I can scarcely believe it. What's worried about that is because it's a bit nicer today, we, we're doing the show with the window open and, and three old age pensioners have just run down the street <laughs> in absolute look of terror on their faces. I hope we um hope we haven't caused any problemos. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank, we do have people listening in witness. And That's it does sort news. of exist. It's true. Ian says, um, Hi, Frank, Emily, and Gareth. I'm li listening in witness. Holton viewed, to be more specific. Mm. And uh, <laughs> Brian Geographical says, information. Mm. I am not, I'm not in witness, but I am listening as part of a witness protection programme. Well, I mean, oh. I think he's, he's, he's picked up our witness thing and he's, he's <laughs> run away with it. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, Listen, I, I think I need to explain the singlet. I think you do as well. Because I'm wearing a singlet and people are, you know, the whole world's wondering people what. People have a right to know. Yeah, they do. It's a bit Bronsonian. It is, it is a bit. It's mm. Charles Bronson, I think. Mm. Both Charles Bronsons, I think. Mm. Both the original and our own British... Um, Friend of the show. Yeah. Fiend of the show. I've told mm. you that before. <laughs> he, um, they both wear one. Yeah, the reason is I got, um, I got waxed yesterday by Denise Van Ooten. Outen. Let's call the whole thing <laughs> blonde. And, um, yes, because um, I, my crisps, um, they sold well, 
Did they? they, they well, said, your managers they, here. How they said they, they, they said they said yeah. they sold very, but it was a bit like you know the Blue Peter competition. There's a very high standard of entry. <laughs> you're all in a way. You're all winners. It was like that. Oh, how patronising! Yes, but um, um, I think I, I don't think I'm giving anything away to say that. Well, I won't say who the others were, but anyway, I was I was not the winner. Okay. And um, let's just say Stephen Fry wasn't there. <laughs> oh. uh, we think I think he was supposed to be, but uh, he, he was on a ferry the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a silly old fool. Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, he could go at any moment. He is. It's like he's like having a canary in the ocean. You leave the cage door open, he's gone. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so I'd never been waxed before in my life, and um, how did you find it? Well, it it did. There was some blood. Oh dear! There was. She did. Um, she did both um, legs. Okay. She did um, my chest. Yeah. That that which I choose to call my chest. She did. Did she have a good technique? Do you she think? had a rubbish technique. At the end yeah. of it all, I was I was so red when she she did an enormous one on my chest, the size of a football, <laughs> and she ripped it off, and it was you know it hurt, and my chest was. I looked like if you can imagine, um, I looked like a big robin. Yes, you know, I can big, see that. A big red, red well, breast. I had a red, yeah, I had a red breast, and uh, and she said at the end of it all, she said, "Oh, I think I was supposed to put like powder on before I put the wax." Yes, on. of course you are. Well, she, had, she hadn't have done that. She didn't put the dry. She hadn't on. have done that. Shut up your face. <laughs> so, um, and then she even did. She went. Um, was there she, no one overseeing this process? <laughs> it's. It's highly irregular. Well, there was a lady there, <laughs> but she wasn't actually in the room when it happened. She told me that she she said use it, said I only do the ladies. She said I only do the ladies, and I do the I do downstairs. I said what you got a don <laughs> you got a dungeon? She said no, no, I mean the downstairs. <laughs> I said how many of those? She said I do sometimes twenty five in a day. Oh, well, I mean after a while, I guess yeah. that's quite quick, isn't it? I guess it doesn't. I'm I'm nerve. I'm just nervous <laughs> at where this is going. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about no, it. No, exactly. So where did she disappear to? Old oh, well, twenty-five she... in a day. Was she off? I go to ferry now with Stephen. Uh, no, no. I think he he was long gone. Okay. Anyway, she, um, so she, she did. First, she put the wax on me, which mm. was actually quite pleasant. It was like honey. Mm. And I thought, wouldn't this be a fabulous practical joke if it was honey <laughs> and they covered my genitals in them and then opened the cupboard, say, full of bees. <laughs> I mean, we'd have laughed about it after. <laughs> or at least a bear. Or a bear. <laughs> Looking good as yeah. well. <laughs> yes. And um, I was just... You were just running through the many meanings yes. of bear. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, oh, they love the it's, honey. It's one of my favourite words, actually. But she yeah. did go. She went a lot lower <laughs> than I... She went lower than I anticipated. Oh, they always do. No, but she went mm. um, in, into places like you wouldn't think Denise Van Outen would, would, would ever go. Really? You wouldn't have thought she would go there. No. And, and, and then when she did that, she did... She, I mean, she did... Um, there was an element of downstairs to it. But only half, only half of the downstairs. <laughs> only the right... The left-hand side of the downstairs is gone. Right. Oh. The right hand is still there. That's it looks, no good. It looks like my genitals are peering <laughs> around a curtain. <laughs> If you can, if you can imagine, so like they're about to come on, like a bit nervous, just checking out the house at a matinee. Mm. If you can imagine such a thing, if you can, I can only apologise. If you can't, think yourself damn lucky. And I didn't. Someone said to me, "You should, um, you should take some painkillers before." 
Yeah, good idea. I do that sometimes. Yes, but mm. I, I, I thought that I wanted the full experience. I mm. wanted to know what it was like. Um, and so I, I thought there should have been random drug testing. So I think, <laughs> I think I have an idea that Jimmy Carr might have. Uh, but yeah, anyway, might have his face. Jimmy Carr and Al Morick, they, they only had one shin done each. What? Yeah. No. I, so I, think, I think she was exhausting after she did me. <laughs> yeah, the, honestly, there was pieces coming out of me like, you know when they, when they rip, rip up a, a divot on a golf course? <laughs> yeah. There was whole hacking lumps of flesh coming off of me when she took the, the thing up. No powder, I, I remind you ladies. <laughs> so um, it, was, it was harrowing in, in, in many ways. And then it turns out, what about this? It's, not, yeah. it's, it's almost certainly not going to be on Red Nose Why Day not? show. Because... Um, Too offensive. No, I think that's quite explicit. Yeah. I think uh, Comet Relief aren't they going it's going to be on some website. All that pain for a website. Oh, oh the internet's been very big nowadays. Yes, but well, excuse it's me, like I have to get that done every week and it's not shown anywhere. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen the studio cam version? <laughs> I told you not get it done in here, but no, you you would want your own way. Um so my view is this. I think walkers, that was always the thing. I think walkers should sue the backside <laughs> off of Comet Relief. I mean, oh. <laughs> clean them out. All their funds gone. What's the backside of Comet Relief? Wouldn't that be brilliant? They were really vicious court. <laughs> oh, you're taking Comet Relief to the cleaners. Oh, how brilliant. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. A um, bit of a shock this week. Yeah. I know, um, you know, I'm a bit of a cooking expert. Oh, yeah. I, I had a I had a cooking problem this week. Oh yeah, I was, it was I was making dinner. Um, I started off. It was pancake day, but I started off. Uh. It was very successfully. I did made meatballs with pasta. Okay, and it was very good. Mm. I um, grilled the meatballs, put the spaghetti on, made the sauce. Grilled the meatballs. Yeah, oh. grilled the meatballs first. Oh, okay. uh, outside of the sauce because they, they break regular. up. They break up. <laughs> um, and um, my wife Laura is um, lactose intolerant. She won't. She won't have the lactose. What is lactose exactly? It's in milk, is it? It's sort yeah. of like a sugar, isn't it? I think. Yeah, makes her stomach very bad. No. So, um, so what I did is I very. <laughs> so it's in milk, though. Yeah, it's in milk. That's okay. right. Yes, right. Um, so I made the pancakes with soya milk. Oh, sounds vile. Yeah, it, that was a terrible mistake. Was it? Like, soya milk should have a warning on it saying, do not make pancakes with this. I think some of it does. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't read the Well, you the got the wrong, to I mean, be honest. If, if you went, if you went um, local brand... Was it my mum's <laughs> Trust me, Frank, he went local brand. Of course he did, yeah. I so did not, it was a very reputable brand. So one did of the it, big ones. So did it coagulate? Was that the problem? No, the problem... I'm sensing a coagulation. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, what, what was odd is that they took quite a lot longer to cook than you would expect. Because uh. I think the soy was, was resisting the heat. Yeah. Did you get the chip pan absolutely very... <laughs> I mean, as hot as it would go... <laughs> Um, <coughs> I no. love Frank's common pancake. You <laughs> should market them. Sort of I also like think if, you, if, you have, like. if, if you've ever seen, <laughs> if you've ever seen cow excrement, oh. there's something about cow excrement that says, <clears throat> yeah. you should use this some part of this animal in making pancakes. It's it's, it's a hint from nature. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, sorry, I got I've got that frog in my throat yeah. thing. I'm gonna have to. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> better. Oh, oh dear. <clears throat> <laughs> Next. 
So it's because sweetened soy milk has kind of a condensed milk sort of taste. Doesn't that, it, though? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Oh, yeah. I, that, that's what I like about it. Oh, I am partial. <laughs> no. So no, no, I don't like it. The pancakes look quite normal, but mm. the consistency was of rubber thin oh. rubber that you could bite through and they tasted horrible. Laura said they were the worst What's pancakes What's the thin rubber that you can Worst ever. ever. Worst oh. ever pancakes oh. you oh, ever God. had. That's not a review they you were, want. They were terrible. No. Really awful. Okay, oh. we'll get the picture. Did you give um, Ethan pancakes? No, Ethan. Ethan. Ethan was asleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, we... He's um, soya fume intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Um... Oh, well, that's... Um, I, what I did is I uh, I asked my PA to get some lemons. <laughs> you did not. I did. You did. I bet you did. I did, as it was, um, as it was you know, Shroud Tuesday. Mm. And and then I thought, oh, she's forgotten the lemons, so I made two pancakes. She got keys to the house then, the PA? Oh, God, yes. Has she? Yeah, who else oh. would she lay my clothes out <laughs> for the morning? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I did two non-lemon pancakes... And then I discovered that the lemons were there after all. Oh. I hadn't, so I had to put all the lemon I would have put <laughs> on the first two on all on the three. The, the third one made my face go <laughs> all like Helen Worth from uh, Coronation <laughs> Street when I had that one. And uh, but you I thought when it gets do down, that, well, that's all. It'll all mix. They'll you know they'll yeah. sort it out amongst themselves once they get down that's there. Not the way food works. Well, <laughs> that's what you say. It is in our house. <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Chelsea Dagger, Fratellis. I like Nick from Hastings. Said it's just like being at the darts. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that. That's generally true of this show. Yeah, very much. Frank, we've also had um, a text in from Richie in uh, Taunton. Can it, was any event hit harder by the smoking ban than the darts? <laughs> I think it was. Sorry. Richie in Taunton. Hi, Frank. My girlfriend Charlene reckons she saw you going into a tattoo shop about two weeks ago. Is this true? Did you get a tattoo? Yes, it's just um, it's just Poirot's moustache and it says R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath. It's, it's right across my back, like, like, like wings, like enormous bat wings. <laughs> Did Denise run out and try and wax it off? Yeah. Unsuccessfully. <laughs> no, she didn't, funnily enough. I never showed her my back. Oh. You have to back out the room, like with the uh, Majesty of the Queen. Mm. Oh, is it? Mm. It's a shame. No, I, I didn't. Nice to see the back of you. That was the uh, that was the wrong. That wasn't me. Mm. Oh yes, um, big news. There's go. There may be very soon a new world's shortest man. Oh, oh yeah. We yes. al- we always keep an eye on that, don't we? Well, I think yeah. It's uh, it's in a way the world's shortest men are friends of the show. <laughs> You can imagine them on a very small chain gang. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Ray Ballowing from... Um, he's a Filipino. John Ray Ballowing. Ooh, John Ray Ballowing. <laughs> when I was... 17. He is the limbo king. <laughs> well, he would be the limbo king. That's what they should do. Can you make a living as the world's shortest man? Is there any money in you? Oh, yeah. Kagendra Tapamaga made a fortune, I would imagine. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Getting stuff out from under cabinets for people, <laughs> things like that. But no, just in personal appearances, open oh, summer right. field, that kind of thing. What, on a ladder? <laughs> <laughs> limbo dancing competitions? Yeah, that was, if, you, if there was a pro limbo, I think you'd be, in, you'd be in with a shout. Yes, so he's 18 in June, he's currently 17 and 56 centimetres tall. And so as long as he doesn't... So he's currently 11 centimetres taller than the current smallest man. Shorter, so long, you mean? Yes. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so as long as he doesn't shoot up 11 centimetres. Yeah. Well, he might do. Yeah, no. <laughs> it depends what happens to him. Well, well that's oh, it. Great. I see. How, how tall is Ethan? Well, I, I, I measured him. Like I got Lord to measure him last. How old is he now? About year and a half. He's about. Um, he's twenty-two months. Twenty-two months. Okay. okay. So um, he is eighty centimeters. What's that? So he's taller than the world. So he's man. like yeah, nearly, th- nearly twenty, over twenty centimeters taller. He's blown it. Completely really? Blown it. Well, there's still a chance for the world's tallest. <laughs> yeah. <it's true. laughs> don't, don't give up yet. True. Yeah. Um, I think. We're, yeah. Oh, that's. Uh, I feel sorry for Kagendra Tapamaga because he's only actually got another couple of months then. He's going to go crazy. I don't feel sorry for him. The world's an upskirt. Let's face it. <laughs> In that line of work. What I'd do is I would, um, I'd get a jacket with a big handle on the back. Mm. And would just you? just to tempt people, see if I could get carried about a bit. Yeah. Or like a little like abseiling rope that you could hook onto people's belt loops. Yeah. Be well, very good for yeah. you if you were, people wore a map. That's mean, a good use. I'm for ass- your we're belt assuming loops. that they're happy. Right. Pardon? Well, he looks very happy. This well, guy. he is, he and in fact, Jumre Balloing's mother, Concepcione, thirty-five, says he loves it when I tell him he's going to be the smallest man in the world. He smiles with pride. That's what Concepcion said. Yeah. <laughs> when you said Concepcion, thirty-five, I thought it's a bit got a lot of details about the the genesis of uh, Bandara Batwing. Yeah. Is that what he's called? No, Jen Ray Balloway. Oh, oh, yeah, I knew it was something like that. <laughs> oh, they all look the same to me, the little men. So, um, um, we move towards the end of the show. Yeah. I think Ben Jones is on next. He's already arrived, so don't worry about that. I'm doing the one show on Are Tuesday. You? Yeah, my oh. answer's going to be melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> when he asks. And now, um, and now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive off to um, Sirencester, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to the drive. I'll tell you for why. I've uh, I got myself some... Uh, I've got into the audio book type of... You oh. know, the spoken word I've got into. Mm. And um, I've got um, Solaris, the BBC. Oh, yeah. So, like, all, I've got all the sci-fis, R-U-R. Lovely. I've got. And uh, I might even throw in um, uh, Aliens in the Mind, Vincent Price, Peter Cushion. We'll see you along the journey. I'm <laughs> ready for a jam, <laughs> should it happen. So I'm excited about that. If you if you actually enjoy this sort of stuff, that we'll be doing uh, Not The Weekend podcast. That'll be available on Wednesday, which is completely separate from this show. It's just more fun from the joke factory there is. The Frank Skinner <laughs> Absolute Radio Show. Um, that wasn't me. That was a jingle I just yeah. hit there. I don't, I don't want to think I I'd say anything that crass. So, um, is, 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 I think that's all. Ben though. Jones isn't here. Where is he? He is. I just saw him. Oh, there okay. he is. He's hiding. Yeah, he hasn't shaved today. That crazy rock and roll <laughs> animal. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks very much for listening. We love you all and, um, and you, mate, in witness. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Treeball Softmints, bringing a softer, mintier feel to your Saturday morning. Absolute.